0: Welcome to Fast Cars, Fast Girls. We are your IndyCar experience. And this week, Molly and I have joining us the uh, COO of the Music City Grand Prix in Nashville, Ooh. Tennessee this coming August, Mr. Jason Rittenberry.
1: Ooh, yay. Yes. It's, a, it's a crowd of two. I'm trying
0: to make it live. That's okay.
2: <laughs> it's exciting. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, thanks yeah. for coming on the show. We're excited to chat with you. Um the, uh, I say the the social media presence has already been out there. The advertising's been out there. And if there's anything that Nashville knows how to do, it's have a great time.
2: Absolutely. You know, our <laughs> motto for this event from day one has been, you know, we're, we're going to give Nashville a reason to throw a party, and then we're going to step out of the way and let Nashville do what Nashville does best, and that's, you know, take care of visitors and throw a party and have a good time.
0: Absolutely. Uh, uh, perfect. Wow. Yeah. So- um, very much looking forward to uh, to this race.
1: Very, very much. So, no, I like that idea. Like, let's give Nashville a reason to give a party. Um, but thinking back to like when this all got started, which in it's been a few years. years been a few years. Kind of, what was that first driving reason to get the IndyCar race back? I get back in Nashville, actually. Um, was there, you know, who kind of started it? What was the big thought process behind that?
2: Yeah, well, uh, Matt Cruz, who's one of our the three partners here. So it's Matt Cruz, myself, and Chris Parker. Uh, Matt thought of this a few years ago while I was still in, uh, you know, I was in Austin. I was running Circuit of the Americas and U.S. Formula One or the Grand Prix. And so I, I, Matt and I had known each other and I'm from Nashville and knew Matt and, you know, was living here part-time during that time, even when I was working in Austin. But Matt came up with this, you know, vision to, you know, to bring a streetcar race to Nashville and uh, to throw a party. And, uh, you know, we give him credit for the idea of coming up with the idea and the vision. And then he brought me on board and I moved back from Austin. Uh, And then we added Chris to the mix. And the three of us really started on, you know, down this path almost four years ago of, you know, developing an event. And we wanted it to be much more than racing. We didn't want it to be just about the racing. Uh, And really that's what we all three bring to the table. We all three bring different sides of the business, you know, Chris comes from the National Predators and Bridgestone Arena, so he's more on the business side and sponsorship and sales side. Uh, Matt, you know, came up with a vision and brought some of our investors to the table. And then I, you know, I come from the motorsports world, which it's all I've done for 20 years. And so we makes just a, a little good bit it makes a good mix for the three of us uh, to, to, to bring this event to Nashville. And we really didn't want it to be more than just a race. I mean, we love going to you know to toronto or detroit or saint pete but really it's about the racing in all those other cities uh long beach to some extent michaelian and his crew do a great job of throwing a party and doing it you know out in la uh but we want to take kind of the model they have and bring it to nashville uh and do what like i said nashville does best and i think when we hosted the nfl draft a few years ago here it really showed the world what we could do we knew it all along because we lived here, uh, and we see it, you know, week in and week out, and all the major events, whether it's Fourth of July or New Year's Eve or CMA Fest or, you know, whatever may be in town, uh, we see it. But really, when the NFL Draft came here, the world saw it. The world saw 600,000 people over here over three days, and you know, everyone left with a great experience and great things to say about Nashville. And really, that's our vision, and that's how this got started. Was, you know, we want to put on a great event that's so much more than racing. It's you know uh, an overall festival it's the racing but the racing's the reason to throw the party
1: <laughs> yeah yeah oh i love that yeah, yeah yeah i mean trying to keep track of all that's going on like yeah there's a great race on a fantastic track but like doing all sorts of stuff like i, I can't even think like three things that somebody should do when they come to the race that's like not just go to the race are, like are you guys i think you're having like concerts and whatnot like what would you tell fans to do besides looking at a great race
2: yeah absolutely so e- e- the race we, from all along we've set this up as as a festival atmosphere and a, really we keep saying it's a three-prong approach it's motorsports it's music and it's the culinary aspects of nashville so we want you to come to nashville and enjoy all things nashville from the music and the culinary world but Nashville's becoming quite a foodie city so there's more and more chefs moving here more and more more and more Nashville style food Uh, so all the hot chicken you can eat over three days uh, but also provide tons of racing and provide uh, a good mix of racing it's not all IndyCar open wheel racing it's you know it's IndyCar racing open wheel it's uh, supercars exotics with the gt america and it's pure american muscle with the trans am series and so really i wanted to make sure we had a good mix and something that you know everyone that even likes any type of cars would be excited about coming and see
0: absolutely i mean that is a lineup that even if you're not that into any of those series you can still come and appreciate them for what they are and appreciate the cars and the speed and the sounds and mm-hmm. um, yeah no that's that's a that's a very well-rounded lineup. I like that.
2: Thank you. Mm-hmm. That, that was my goal was to mix it well. You know, a lot of people were on us about why we didn't have Road Indy here, and I just said, you know, my answer to that is as much as I love those guys and I love the development series and I love to develop, you know, support the development of IndyCar drivers. For year one of us, it just didn't fit our model. Mm, we, sure. We, we needed to be well-rounded. I needed to appeal to uh, you know, the hundred plus car clubs in middle Tennessee that are all the supercar and exotic brands. Exactly. I needed to to appeal to them. And then I needed to appeal to, you know, the diehard American car fans that are Ford, Chevy, Dodge, and could care less about a supercar. And so we really tried to make this well-rounded. And that's how we, we were very diligent in the series that we selected. And very diligent in the classes that we selected within those series. Because you'll see, I mean, TAs coming, but they're not running three or four classes. They're running one class. I'm getting new, late model, Ford, Chevy, Dodge, which is what I wanted. And for year one, we got the exact mix of racing and on track that we wanted. And that's not to say it's going to stay that way forever. But for year one, that's that was the right mix for us for year one. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Very good way to think about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, because you're, I mean, like you said, you've been, you've put four years of work into this and, you know, building this event, it's very much like building a brand and uh, the road to Indy is a little more niche. And so, you know, maybe, maybe in a couple of years we can add them in, but yeah, for year one, especially coming out of COVID, um, we want to bring in as many people as we can. And I'll just say it, make as much money as we can at this event so it can keep existing.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. but. I'll back up just a little because I don't think I fully answered your last question. I said it's about food, the culinary (laughs) side, music, and racing. And I got off on racing, so I'm sorry. But Uh, That
1: happens all the time. (laughs)
2: The the, the other things that I would say fans can experience at our event is obviously Nashville, the city, downtown, Broadway, the Honky Tonks, the Country Music Hall of Fame, the Grand Ole Opry, Ryman Auditorium, all of those things here in Nashville. uh, All that the city has to offer, but within our event, we will have nonstop music throughout the day. So each day we've got uh, the, the up and coming artists, the what's new to Nashville stage. That's gonna have up and coming artists that you may or may not hear on the radio. Some of them may have one radio hit. Some of them may have just signed a record deal and are on their way up. So that stage will be going all day, every day of the event. So from the time gates open until a headline concert starts at night, we will have live music on a stage. Uh, We'll also have headline concerts each night. So Friday night, Saturday night, and then Sunday afternoon, uh, we have headline concerts, which will be our major, you know, higher level, major artists, major name Mm -hmm. concerts each day. Uh, Also expect it's Nashville. So expect to have a, you know, a very well-known A-list national anthem singer. Uh, And you also never know who's going to pop up just to be a guest.
0: Um, I was going to say.
2: That's what happens here in Nashville when there's a show, everybody shows up. So it may be ex-artist, but nine of his friends who live here who aren't on tour and are in town show up at the venue and they pop up to sing one or two songs. And so really that's what we fully expect Friday and Saturday night to be. We're not ready to announce those artists yet. We're we're working on it. We're finalizing those deals, but... Uh, but just know Friday night, Saturday night, there will be major concert lineups uh, with one or multiple announced artists. And then both nights, you'll probably see the way we're marketing it will be and friends. So <laughs> I love that. Head, headline yeah. artists and friends and that and <laughs> friends part is you never know who that will be.
0: Right. It, it could be anybody. Well, I'll, I'll just say this because Molly and I both feel the same way about. A particular performer. Um, if you have any pull at all with Dolly Parton, <laughs> like that is just full-on bucket list item to, <laughs> to to say hello to Dolly Parton.
2: That would be a tough one to get her to perform. I can't.
0: Yeah. Well, I will personally I give her say, a tour around the track. I mean.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't say it's out of the question for her to be at the event, but I hope to she get her to perform is that's that's a that's a big <laughs> ask. So I'm she doesn't
0: sure support. that. She does, but no, I have no doubt that uh, that the lineup you guys have will will not disappoint at all. Um, and you know, speaking of downtown Nashville, I was there for a bachelorette party, and of course, you one of the, <laughs> <laughs> of course I was. <laughs>
2: Nice. You put 6,000 others every weekend. I party. know, right? <laughs> oh, oh,
0: yeah. No, it was, yeah. I'm, I'm a basic white bitch. Um, it's true. Uh, so I was there for a bachelorette weekend. Um, I will say that I already had boots. Um, I did not have to buy any when I got that's there. That's good.
2: So. As long as you didn't buy your boots and hat when you got here, you're not as bad as most.
0: Nope. I brought my boots. Um, they're actually courtesy of Molly's mom, and they're bright red, and they are fabulous. I'll be bringing them to the race, too. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> but but the, one of the things that I noticed being downtown and, of course, being out with a bunch of other drunk girls, um, it, it it's a very safe feeling downtown and around the bars and on Broadway and all that. There wasn't ever a point where, you know, we felt scared or insecure or, or you know, or anything like that. It was there were always there's lots of lights, There's lots of people around. And um, it was a very, very fun atmosphere, a very laid back atmosphere.
2: That is great to hear, and great to hear that a guest to our city and a, and a visitor to our city felt that way. We feel that way every day, but mm. we do hear that a lot. It is one of the safest larger cities in America, and, and downtown is very, very safe. Within, and it's not like other some downtown markets, and you know, I, I don't want to use any cities as a comparison, but a lot of downtown cities may have one street, or where their where their major sporting venue, arena, or stadium is, is very safe on that street you go two or three blocks in any direction and then you don't feel quite as safe anymore nashville is not that way with no, miles with within at least five miles of the stadium downtown in any direction you are going to feel safe whether it's in going into east nashville which is i'll just say it's a little more hippie you know it's <laughs> millennial hippie hipster part of town uh but it's very safe mm-hmm. uh to, to west end which is vanderbilt university to north of the stadium, to south, I mean, all of those areas have been redeveloped. They're all very, very nice, uh, and all have their own unique characteristics. And so downtown, as you said, is very, very safe. There's tons of people down there. You know, it never closes. You know, it's closed from four in the morning to seven in the morning. They're opening back up at seven. Have live music on the stage at eight every day. So you know, <laughs> Broadway's open pretty much all the time. Yeah. it is very
0: safe No, it absolutely is. And um, you know, I've driven through Nashville a lot of times, but I hadn't really spent much time there until that bachelorette party. And so yeah, especially being an out of towner and just feeling, you know, that level of comfort and ease was was very nice. I was like, Oh, Nashville, I will be back.
1: So did you ride on a
2: woohoo bus?
0: Um, oh yes, we did, of course.
2: Okay, of course you did if you're a bachelorette party. For those that yeah. don't know what a woohoo bus is. It's the buses with no tops that all the bachelorette <laughs> parties ride around and all they do is yell woo hoo.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, we're I, girls I couldn't now.
2: do that, but y'all do that. And
0: yep. they're oh. all over downtown. So we're woo-woo girls. Um it actually it, it poured rain that day. Um, so they had thrown up a couple canopies like you would see at the racetrack. Oh, yeah. I awesome. some ten by ten pop ups and go. Oh yeah, nope, they totally yep. did it. And I, and I had to tell everybody, I was like, "We've got to dump the water every now and then." Um, I've been camping, I know these things, um, <laughs> and so it was just a drizzle for most of it. But at the end, it poured. But th- by that point, you know, we had we we had been served enough that we didn't mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds just, like you had a great
2: time in our city.
0: We had an excellent time in your city. Yes, twelve out of ten recommend. Awesome. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. We've already got a group of our friends that are excited and are looking at Airbnbs and already planning what they're gonna do, um, coming down.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty pretty amazing. Um, all right, you've you've hinted at um, a a background in in motorsports industry. So like like give us the like quick resume peek at 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 all of the motorsports you've been involved with,
0: and and also kind of like how you got into it as a kid. Okay. Yeah, uh,
2: I mean, I have promoted every form of motorsports there is. I believe I've gone through every form there is except for maybe powerboat racing uh, <laughs> in the in the U.S. So I started out at 25 at Memphis Motorsports Park at the time. Uh, I started as a director of sales and marketing, and six weeks later, the corporate jet showed up from Dover, Delaware, unannounced on a Tuesday, and. Um, the vice president general manager no longer had a job and i was offered the job at 25 years old so wow i was 25 six weeks experience in the business and now the vice president and general manager of a nascar track with we had uh nascar bush and truck at the time we had nhra national event uh we had dirt track racing and a road course so 300 plus events a year um two of those being nascar weekends and so i was thrown right in it right into the fire and uh, learned most of my time on the job so it was a very eye-opening experience to be that young and made lots of mistakes but had a very understanding uh ceo at dover dover motorsports hired
0: me have you ever wondered what it would feel like to be a sponsor for a race car with sports entertainment travel now you can Set not only provides you with a -a one-of-a-kind weekend VIP racetrack experience, they do it without the VIP price tag. Your one-stop shop to feeling like a VIP begins on their website, www.sportsandentertainmenttravel.com. With the purchase of one of their VIP travel packages, you will receive deluxe hotel accommodations, round-trip car service from the airport to hotel and back, and breakfast daily. But now on to the fun stuff. You will also enjoy a welcome dinner with motorsports industry experts, VIP club and hospitality access, a meet and greet photo and autograph session with owners Jimmy Vassar and James Sullivan, and with their sponsored IndyCar entrant, Ed Jones. And your very own Fast Cars, Fast Girls will be sure to make an appearance at least once during your weekend. Your weekend will also be staffed with travel hosts to attend to any needs that may arise throughout your weekend. But don't worry, they will all have extensive motorsports experience as well. Pit and paddock tours and access where available based on city guidelines. You work hard, so you deserve to play hard. Book your VIP weekend now at sportsandentertainmenttravel.com and make sure to let them know that you heard about it from Fast Cars, Fast Girls.
2: So it ended up working out great for me and for for the company. I ended up spending uh, 10 years there in Memphis at Memphis Motorsports Park as the president. Uh, And after that, uh, moved down to Palm Beach, Florida, went to work for Palm Beach International Raceway, uh, which at the time when I started was one racetrack uh, just there in Palm Beach. Some owners, some private equity guys had bought it and were reinvesting uh, and renovating that facility. So I did that for a couple of years. And then uh, we ended up buying a few other racetracks. Uh, So in the end, we ended up with seven racetracks across the country, as well as the IHRA, their International Hot Rod Association, and drag racing. So we owned uh, seven racetracks and a sanctioning body, as well as a TV production company, a print magazine, and a few other things. So grew that into a a fairly large entity and uh, ended up selling that off to a private equity group out of Texas. Uh, and then, obviously, when uh, that sold to private equity, the private equity groups always bring in their own CEO. So, as the CEO, I was out uh, with the ownership group when that sold. Ended up going to Circuit of the Americas in Austin. So, just that at that time, it was 2015, so they had signed uh, all their three-year deals for their races when they opened in 2012, and they needed to renew all of those deals and didn't really have a lot of folks with motorsports experience in their management group there. Uh, and so I went out there as the chief strategy officer. Uh, spent two years running that venue. Uh, so there I had the pleasure of promoting uh, Formula One with U.S. Grand wow. Prix, uh, MotoGP. Uh, we had the X Games, ESPN X Games there at the time. Yeah. Uh, as well as IMSA, WEC, and you know, numerous, numerous others of sanctioning bodies and series that ran through that venue. So I uh, spent two years there uh, and then came back here to Nashville, which is this is where I'm from. So uh, born and raised uh, just outside of Nashville, and came back home uh, in 2017, beginning of 2017, for us to start working on this race. And it took well, that's- us from 2017 to now to, to get it done.
0: Excellent. That I mean, that is quite the resume.
1: Yeah. And and perfection takes time. So you guys have been working hard on it. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, honestly, I feel like we're going to come out of this weekend and be like, oh, I understand why it took four years. That was amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so you, I say, I assume you've got family in Nashville. So I'm sure that was nice coming home, being close to family and friends again.
2: Absolutely. Both sets of parents are here. And so, it was nice to to get back home, back to Nashville, and you know I always wanted to be here. But since the Super Speedway closed in twenty eleven, there you know there just wasn't any any racing in Nashville. So uh, yeah. it took us bringing this race back here to to get the event back. And then as soon as we announced ours, they announced NASCAR here, and so everybody's back in town now.
1: That's excellent. Everybody just came on back.
0: <laughs> I mean, yep. it's a, it's about time. It is. It is. It is. So well, I. And, I was saying it's it's a great race for um, IndyCar fans because there are a lot of us in the Midwest, and Nashville is a very drivable distance. Of course, we would never fly for anything under like I don't know sixteen hours anyway, uh, but because that's how we do in the Midwest. But yeah. I mean from Indianapolis, <laughs> you know, it's even obeying the speed limit. It's you know four and a half five hours. Four in. and a half. Yeah. It's four and a half the
1: speed limit. Obeying the speed yeah. limit.
0: <laughs> uh, I
2: drive it a lot. Uh, we have a lot oh. of people. We had a ton from Indy here yesterday, so we did. We had tours yesterday with all the NBC television folks and IMS production folks, and so we had a we had a city full from Indy yesterday. So it is a quick and easy drive, and I'm up there quite a bit.
0: Excellent.
1: We do kind of travel in packs from Indy. We just invade as a whole species and then head on back out. That's how we do things.
0: We do. We, <laughs> we caravan. Since yep. I mean, since we drive everywhere as it is, we always caravan.
1: uh <laughs> So being from from Nashville, I you know, you guys have got some like really notable names, you know, like in on this, like Dale Jr., you know, Justin Timberlake, um, the big machine label group. Yeah. Like how important is that to you to have, you know, this not only just big names, but it seems like you have a lot of community support for this race.
2: We do. And, and when you said just a minute ago, you, you'll see why it took so long. And really, it, it, a lot of it did take so long because we wanted to make sure we had all the stakeholders and everyone that would be involved with this 100% on board. Uh, we did not want to make any announcements early because throughout my career, I've seen so many races be announced and never take place, or so many racetracks be announced. We're building this. It's going to be fabulous. And you know, shovel never hits the ground. So mm-hmm. we definitely did not want to be one of those scenarios. So we wanted to make sure we had 100% sign off from everybody. And I think we did a fairly good job of keeping it quiet. There was a few years ago where it went through an an earlier iteration with some different investors uh, that it did get to a public meeting. And so that did become public. But since then, I think we were able to keep it very quiet until, you know, a week or so before we were ready to announce it. Uh, And then at that point, there were just too many people that knew that there was no way to to, to keep it quiet. Once, you know, once folks in Indy found out, y'all just tell everybody everything up there. So
1: I mean, that's true.
0: We do, yeah. That, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's that's hundred percent.
1: Yep. That yeah. Um, as soon as somebody up here knows, everybody's texting everybody.
0: Yep. I mean, yep. It's, it's a big state, but it's like one big small town. Um, it is. So it is. everybody cool. knows. Like even in my family, I joke that we could be all over the country, but everybody knows where you were two years ago, two weeks ago, and last night. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it's
2: yeah. so it was very important us to make sure we had everybody on board, from the city, you know, the mayor, all the department heads, the governor, uh, all the, the Convention and Visitors Corporation, uh, and all of our partners here in town, primarily Tennessee Titans, uh, mm-hmm. Nissan Stadium. It was critical that we had them on board and have their support 100%, or we would not be able to do this with oh, that. There's, no there's no other area in downtown that we could put a paddock without using <laughs> <seeing> the <laughs> Nissan Stadium parking lot. Yeah, so, yeah. That was critical and that, you know, they went through a, a CEO change during that time. We went through a few mayors during that time and so we just, you know, we had to make sure everybody was on board and the people that were on board were going to be in place long enough to see the race happen. And So that, that did take a few years uh, and you, you mentioned the ownership. We started out with one investor, one guy out of Knoxville, Teddy Phillips, that believed in us and believed in our idea uh, and funded us from the very beginning to get this going and get it started and get some legs. Uh, and then it grew from there. Uh, business partners of his, folks in Knoxville, folks in Nashville, uh, started joining the group. And then we had, you know, a really solid group. And then all of a sudden, the big names started coming out of the woodwork and wanting to be a part of it, just because they knew it was going to be an awesome event. They wanted to be a part. So uh, we did take on a few more partners at the end than really we anticipated. Uh, but those names, obviously, were all big names that would help us. So having uh, you know Scott Beschette on board from Big Machine is you know, it's definitely mm-hmm. helpful to us uh, with all the brands that he has and the folks that he knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, the one after that, the last two we announced, obviously, were you mentioned Dell Jr. Uh, and and Justin Timberlake. So, you know, when, when Justin Timberlake comes to you and says, this is going to be a cool event, I want to be involved. You you know, you're pretty foolish to say, nah, we're good. We've got enough money. So <laughs> Thank even you, even Justin Timberlake. You don't need to help uh, us. <laughs> I mean, it was you know, regardless of the money, it was more about just having him involved and having his name involved and having him put his stamp on it to say, "Yes, I'm a part of this, and this is going to be an awesome event." Same thing with Dell Junior. Uh, I uh-huh. mean, Dell Junior is a big supporter of Nashville, and he said, "You know, a lot of people were surprised to see Dell Junior involved with us instead of the National Super Speedway and NASCAR and all of those other things that are happening in the city." Uh, a lot of people were very surprised by that, but Dell Junior is. You know, he's a very big supporter of Nashville. Uh, he's friends with, you know, a few of our investors uh, already that were on board and really wanted to be a part of bringing this new event to Nashville. Uh, and so we were, we were obviously very excited to get him and to get, you know, his name and his backing and his support on this event. Uh, and, I, and I think at this point, unless somebody else big comes out of the woodwork that we just can't say no to, I think we're pretty solid on the ownership group uh, and then we've got a you know an advisory board for our first year event, and that you know that board's pretty solid as well with some big names like Kix Brooks from Kicks and, uh, Brooks and Dunn. Uh, you know, the, there's there's a tons of people that are involved here. Ben Snell from Motley Crue is involved, so a lot of music, obviously, but also some big names in the corporate world that you know may or may not mean anything to people. But uh, Rick Dryling, who is the former CEO and chairman of Dollar General, is now the chairman of Lowe's. Yeah, these are are very, very individual people in in the business world and a history in racing, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Well, and I mean, that's just got to feel awesome to you guys, having spent so much time and, you know, blood, sweat and tears, literally, I'm sure, on this event to then when it starts to come to fruition have huge names come out of the woodwork seeking you out saying we want to be a part of this we don't we want to get in on the ground level like we we don't want to let this go by one year and us not be a part of it I mean how awesome is that
2: it it's it's a very humbling and unbelievable feeling it's something that we did not expect uh, you know when we had we, we knew the investors we had from day one and we knew that we had the funds needed and the backing and the support we needed to put this event on uh, so we felt very confident in that from day one from from having Teddy Phillips from the very first day we started this, uh, you know, Teddy could fund the whole thing by himself. Uh, so we were never concerned with having the funds to be able to to put the event on, and promote the event, and do it right, and do it first class. But to have these other names, you know, just the, the star power, want to be a part of this group, and to say, I want to be a part of this, and I want to support this, this is going to be awesome for the city. Uh, you know, it, you're right, it is awesome. It, it feels so
0: good. Uh, I fun. bet. I bet it does. Um. Yeah. No, I mean, and just what a testament to, you know, what a great event you guys have put together, too. I mean, like you said, when Justin Timberlake calls you up and he's like, I want my name on this thing, I want to be a part of it. <laughs> like, you you know that you have put together one hell of a great weekend.
2: Yeah, and it is. And that's what, you know, and everybody is saying that. And almost to the point where we're a little scared by the expectations <laughs> that are being placed on us. Because if you read social media like the two of you do that I know you do, you know, you read the drivers, you read the media, you read even IndyCar saying, this is gonna be number two event on the circuit behind the 500. Mm-hmm. We haven't put a car on the track yet or even built <laughs> the track yet. And that's the expectation <laughs> that's being put upon us just from the way we've launched it, from the way mm-hmm. we've marketed it, from what people see on social media and from the announcements that we've put out. But I will say this, that we intend to do everything in our power not only us as a group but the city and the state to back that up and to meet those expectations you know our goal from day one of this has been to put on the best guest experience and race that we possibly can you just you said earlier sell as many tickets as we can make as much money as we can and while yes that's important that's not our primary goal for year one Uh, even coming out of covid uh, our primary Mm -hmm. goal for year one is to Make sure that everyone leaving this event says, "Man, that was a badass event. That was a great event. I had a great time." And they're not waiting in line to get in their door. They're not waiting in line for a portage john. They're not waiting in line to get a beer. Uh, the music is great. They can hear it. Uh, they can see the race, even those that buy GA tickets. So we're gonna have
1: now we're gonna,
2: we're gonna have thirty thousand people here that don't even have a seat.
0: I say <laughs> I want to talk about that because I have heard that the GA. Areas are one of the big things that you guys focused on making sure that they still had great views
2: Absolutely, and and, and
0: there's nothing. I like more in a street course than that right there
2: mm-hmm. And great and great views I say Let me let me preface that by saying great views may not always necessarily mean great views of the actual track but great views from within the venue and being able to see the whole race and being a part of the event so we are bringing, as long as
0: there's a video board around that's okay we're
2: bringing 14 video trucks
0: oh, oh. that's the
1: best ever all right yep, so yep. there's perfect. no
2: other street course there's no other outdoor event that i know of in the country that's bringing 14 led trucks so just to give yeah, you a yes. little little idea of the layout I mean, i'm sure you've seen it online you've seen the map but you haven't seen the detailed site plan that says oh we got a video board here and here and here and here and here So every grandstand in the property, with the exception of grandstand 10, which is the one on pit lane in the infield, uh, every other grandstand will have an LED screen across from it. So they'll be able to see from their seat, not only the entire race, but also all of the headline concerts. So if you're in grandstand uh, six or seven across the street on the other side of the course, You don't necessarily have to walk all the way to the stage to see the concert that's going to be on at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. You can sit in your grandstand seat and watch it and hear it. So all the headline concerts on the stage will be piped into all the LED screens throughout the property, whether you're in your grandstand or you're in your suite or your chalet or in the East Club, all those areas uh, will have LED screens and televisions. Uh, But the main areas for the GA fans, which is I know what you ask, is we are going to provide plenty of space for them. Uh, We are limiting the number of fans on the property for Sunday. And when I say limiting that, that's our choice to limit that. That's not COVID restriction. That's not anything else other than we want to make sure we can service and accommodate the number of fans on the site. Could we put 100,000 people in here on Sunday? Yes, we could. Would it be a good experience for those hundred thousand? No. So we are limiting Sunday to sixty thousand total people on the property. Uh, we have twenty-one thousand grandstand seats, and then thirty thousand GAs, and then about ten thousand in club suites and chalets. So the thirty thousand GAs, we will have uh, our main fan zone um, with the, with the main Indy with the IndyCar fan zone, the fan mall, all of those mm-hmm. things. Uh, I've got a you know a large led truck there and then we have we have the cumberland park which we're kind of calling our family picnic area it's right on the river it's a it's a an earth amphitheater so it's all grass but it's shaped like an amphitheater with a pavilion and a stage that stage will have an led screen we have an area we're calling the beach which is down on the river there's no sand obviously we're not going to put sand it's grass but we're still calling it the beach
0: i like uh, it though
2: But we're going to have an LED truck down on the edge of the water at the bottom of that. So you can sit on the beach, watch the LED, watch the race on the LED screen with the skyline of Nashville behind you. Uh, We've got two concert stages. Uh, The main stage uh, will have a 40 by 30 LED screen and all of the full audio for the race being piped in. So that can accommodate about 6,000 in front of that stage. To watch that's the excellent.
0: Race. And so uh-huh. and that main stage is the one that's reserved for um, the headliners at night, headline is that
2: correct? Correct. So during, so during the, the day, day when you've
0: got the other music and other locations, that's that stage is still going to be utilized with a giant screen.
2: Absolutely. That stage is cool. all day every day. So well all, done. The con- all the content will be on that stage. The B stage even though there's music playing, you'll still be able to see the content on the track. We're not gonna pipe the sound into that one because we've got audio all day with music going, but you'll still be able to see the on-track activity. You'll still get all the same commercials. You'll still get all the same messages on the screens. Uh, And then the third stage will be our Victory Lane stage. Uh, We're gonna have a Victory Lane that's open to everyone. It's public Victory Lane, open to the fans. Oh, cool. Uh, And it's gonna be a, a concert stage style Victory Lane, so it will have an LED screen on it as well. So the fans will be able to stand and watch the race at that stage during the day, and then stay for the victory lane ceremony. That's
0: excellent, this and I will is say,
1: fantastic.
0: Yeah, um, and I will say on the on the most updated map, which is at on the MusicCityGP.com, um, it does actually show all the video boards.
2: Yeah, it's got the little green little, green, little green shapes. Yep.
1: Yeah, oh, no, that's that, I mean, so great. I placed this, those um, on that
2: map, so. <laughs>
1: You just do everything down there, don't you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't do everything. Just I'm just the brand police and the site map and graphic design police. That's
0: Well, I would say but you're you're the motorsports expert and you know like we chatted about a little earlier, you know, motorsports fans are a little different breed and you got to you got to understand them and know how to know how to talk to them and know know what they want. And so to have you be in charge of the video boards makes perfect sense.
2: Absolutely. Yep. Everything operational, everything on the site plan. So I'm responsible for the placement of every, and I probably shouldn't even be saying this, but every, Uh every restroom, every porta john, every video board, every merch tent, every grandstand is placed based on you know where I where I approve for it to go, and that's you know. great responsibility and one that i'm happy to take on but at the end of the day ultimately if people are waiting in line for restrooms and i put too many in one spot not enough in the other then i'm gonna be the one they're mad at so
1: (laughs) don't worry they can't like you're this is just audio not video so like they don't know what you look like just yet so like maybe just now
2: oh yeah i'm
1: I am car fans are pretty quick to do that. I, I say no, that. That's not, well. real, nope.
2: that's not real hard to find me.
1: <laughs> they'll find you. I know IndyCar fans. They'll find you. Yeah, they will. I say that. <laughs> so, being in motorsports and and you know, I mean, can't be in motorsports and not be a fan. We, we're gonna have to ask about Indy car stuff. Do you? I always like to ask this even of people running tracks and promoting. Do you have a favorite driver? And of course, who is it? Uh,
2: in IndyCar, I would say no. Really? I don't. I don't, okay. I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily have a favorite driver. Uh, okay. I mean, I, obviously, I tend to. I tend to lean towards Joseph, the hometown boy. Oh sure. Joseph. So I have to have to lean towards Joseph for sure.
1: Okay. What about in other motorsports like NASCAR, Formula One, NHRA, Boats. <laughs>
2: My two favorite all-time that are yeah. still racing or somewhat racing would be Bill Elliott in NASCAR world. Mm-hmm. Bill and his wife Cindy are great friends and have been friends and known Chase since he was you know, riding tricycles around the motorhome area in the infield. So uh, the whole Elliott family for sure. Uh, but then in the drag racing world, Clay Milliken has been a great friend of mine for many, many years. His home, he grew up. 10 miles from my racetrack in Memphis. Uh, and so he and I have been the closest of friends for 20 plus years. So Clay would be by far the top driver of any racing series on my list.
0: Excellent.
1: You got to say that he's your best friend. Otherwise that's a, that's a phone call. (laughs) Very cool.
0: Excellent. Um, now, uh, I say, are, are you going to any other IndyCar races this season other than yours? Oh,
2: yeah, absolutely. Uh, All right. We, so uh, other than the we,
0: Nashville one, which one are you? And we'll exclude the 500 as well because that one's always super exciting. What's the – Yeah,
2: we'll be, we'll be at that one. But...
0: Excellent. Do you guys um, – I said you get tickets every year? Or...
2: Uh, I've been several times throughout the year. Uh, I can't say uh, from, I can't say from a fan perspective that I've purchased tickets and gone to a race because that's not happened. I've gone to the race many times, but always been a guest of you know a sponsor or Excellent. a team or, or someone yeah, uh, sure. race race series. Uh, but we're we've got a group going down to Barber for the first event of the year. Uh, so we've got our, our sales team, all our ticket sales kids, you know all that group is going down. To barber because some of them, you know, they're selling this every day on the phone. and have never seen an Indy car race in person, so oh,
1: the, yeah, they're, they're going down to that, that event.
2: Uh, but they're great sales reps. When We hired them from the Titans and the Preds, and mm. so they're, they're they're used to selling sporting events. They just, you know, had not seen an Indy car race, so they're doing a great job, an amazing job for us. Uh, but then our our management team and our executive team, we are carrying a group from the city uh, down to St. Pete. So we're taking the Metro Nashville. Uh, police, fire, uh, EMS, public works, and the special events office from the mayor's office. So all those folks are coming down with us to oh, wow. to shadow to shadow their counterparts mm-hmm. in St. Pete for that event, so they learn a little more what to expect uh, for our event here in Nashville in August. So excellent. Uh, we've got a, we've got a group about seventeen yeah. people headed down too. To oh Saint- wow!
0: So once you drop them all off with their handlers, you want to hang out with me and Molly the rest of the time.
2: I'll definitely come by and see you and say hello. Oh,
0: All right, yeah, absolutely. We'll be sure to buy you a beer. Um, <laughs> say, or water, depending on what you're feeling that day.
1: No worries, no worries. But but excellent. be bourbon.
0: Uh, oh, we'll do we that, can, too. <laughs> we can definitely do that. Do you have a, a brand preference?
2: Uh, well, if I'm in Nashville, I prefer Bell Me bourbon, which is my go-to <laughs> here. But it's a Nashville bourbon. Some places in Indy have it. Not many, but... Not sure about St. Pete, but other than that, uh, probably Bullet.
0: Oh, yeah. We went to that distillery about a year and a half ago. Okay. I've
2: been there as well. Did you see all the bricks out front with the names on it? Yeah. I have one of those with my name on it.
0: Excellent. that's awesome. That's very cool. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you this. um, When you come to town for the 500, if you haven't already eaten there yet, eat at Barbecue and Food. I know that you're from Nashville and that you all know how to barbecue. Um, but I was actually just there last week, and the brisket is delicious, and they do have bullet bourbon.
2: Perfect. I will add that to my itinerary for the weekend.
0: Should. Perfect. Highly recommend it. And the greens have, have quite a kick to them, but they're really good.
2: And if I can't get there for any 500 weekend, I'll be back in December for a full week, so...
0: Well, there you go.
2: I'll be there for yep, right. all the P- PRI shows back in person this
0: year. Oh so yeah,
1: PRI is back in person. That's right. Oh, I got to put. Yeah, that I
2: on hated that missing it. Hated missing it last year. It was the first oh. one I've missed since two thousand and one.
0: <laughs> oh wow, that's a streak. That is a streak. Yeah. No, well, it was. It was sad not to not to be there in person with everybody, but definitely this December. So yeah. So well, that's excellent. So um, now, have you been to Barbara before? For IndyCar, I have,
2: I have, I've not been there for the event, no. Okay. I have uh, been to Barber for some other events, but not for the IndyCar event.
0: Gotcha. It's, I mean, it's a great track. I think no matter what series is raced in there, just the way that it's developed and how that track kind of folds in on itself. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah. There's there's really not a bad seat in the house. And uh, Molly and I highly recommend the wine and beer fest um, that happens on Saturday and Sunday. Okay. There's a uh, free tasting. So. Mm-hmm. Awesome yeah it, it it is awesome um i would say hit the early one not the later one molly and i uh came came close to uh to missing the green flag one year but uh but we it. had a we had a stellar time i'll say that we made it. that's all that matters at the end we, we made, made it, it. Yep. we did not break our streak we made it <laughs> <laughs> we were sitting with friends and watching cars when the green flag flew and that's what matters perfect uh, so you made yeah it. Bar- barbara does a great job um and they, I'll tell you what, they have the cleanest porta potties that I have ever seen at a at, at a racetrack that has camping. Okay.
1: Yeah, it is something to watch. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean they are they 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 put an excellent an excellent weekend. So, but I'm a I'm so excited about the Music City Grand Prix. Now, I will say the cup you guys have that looks sharp. You like my trophy? Yeah, I that like was the my tr- co- yeah. That was
2: my COVID project. That's what I said and so, did during COVID. It was sketch that out on paper and go through 12, 15 revisions with the trophy company. That was fun.
0: Uh, <laughs> wow. I, uh, yeah. We, well, because we, we kind of guessed as to what we thought it might be. And we were like, is it going to be a guitar? Is it not going to be
1: gonna a be guitar.
0: guitar.
2: That's, that's the NASCAR track in Lebanon. Oh,
0: gotcha. Okay, I, they're so, not in
2: Nashville, by the way. They're in the Lebanon. They're full oh. county away.
0: Okay, okay. So so that's some information we didn't have, so that makes sense. Um, but, yeah, we were but like, yeah,
2: they, it. They, do, they do a guitar as no trophy, so we were not going to do that for sure.
0: sure. Sure. Makes sense. But, no, the cup looks sharp, and I love the uh, the river, the the bridge, the city outline. Faith notes.
2: <laughs> yep. You know, that you saw the guitar notes holding the cup up. I like that.
0: Yep. Yep. We, we were, we both were like, there has got to be music notes on this trophy somewhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. I couldn't yeah. do it without guitar, without right. music notes, but Just, didn't want a guitar, didn't want to be cheesy Nashville, wanted to be true Nashville.
1: Sure. I like Ch- it. True uh, that's music river,
2: skyline.
1: Perfect. Excellent. We wanted Very to be perfect.
2: cheesy. We could have put boots and a guitar. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh. a bachelorette sash across it
1: <laughs> Bride a be. little woo bus on on like and a little woo bus
0: yeah,
1: yeah. see yeah the party we bus. Make the world's worst trophy right here <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh but no we're
2: tired of that trophy we're very excited about trophy and yeah so I would say 80% of the feedback we got was positive and people thought it was cool and loved it. And then 20% said, Oh, I'm disappointed. That's boring. And why didn't you do a guitar? Why didn't you do something really cool? Or I would say if you put that up to most any other indie car trophies, I feel pretty confident about where we would fall. I mean, I, we worked hard on that and we wanted to make sure it was something that was very distinguished and professional and not cheesy and not, some acrylic something on a wooden base and yeah i wanted it to be really cool and something that the drivers would really want and would have recognition long term because i mean we're not in this thing for obviously not one and done and one and see how it goes but you know we signed a three-year deal with a two-year option with indycar and the city and so we're you know we're in this for five years and we're hoping to be the next you know long beach or st peter detroit where we're 25 30 years down the road and still doing this thing is our goal sure. and our hope so we wanted something that could withstand time and be you know a classic style trophy that would always represent Nashville in the city and be something that the, the drivers would would want to have and be proud to take home
0: yeah Oh, want to I explain. definitely think you nailed it I I agree I mean yeah like you said I'd, I'd put it up there there's a couple of trophies I'd put it up there with um I say the St. Louis race, uh, the Bomberito being one of them just cause you know, they've got the iconic arch and yep. they kind of subtly lay the checkers into that, but it's very recognizable that it's that track. And I think yep. you definitely achieved that. I mean, it's, it's very Nashville, but like you said, it's classic, it's classy. Yeah. It looks sharp.
2: Well, thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. Well sh- done on your very, COVID project. I was very yes. excited to, very excited to unveil that and reveal that.
0: So. I bet you were. All right, all so years. all right, Molly's got a good question for you. I'm gonna ask a silly yep. question, and, and then we'll let all you right. go. We know you're a busy man. Yeah. Um, so, Hit me. being a you know a close a Nashville native, you said you grew up just outside of Nashville. Um, what's kind of a hole in the wall spot that's your favorite place to go?
2: Uh, there's a few actually. If you go, if on Broadway, I would say. Uh, Robert's Western World is a hole in the wall. It is a, it is one of the main hockey talks on Broadway. But don't sit in the front by the window or all the go to the back and have a fried bologna sandwich. Mm. Okay. It's the hole hole in the wall for Broadway if you want to stay near Broadway in downtown. And then if you go to Midtown where all the locals hang out and you'll see you know country artists or prominent people in the music world, truly local people that live here and not a bunch of tourists uh, will be winners and losers in Midtown. And okay. okay, I like that. Yeah. Losers.
1: Cool. Say all right. Well all. Then, I love it. Um. All right, so kind of the last question. And I enjoy that I can ask this, and some people get it, but what's the, the elevator pitch for IndyCar fans to get to Nashville in August?
2: The well, elevator pitch is this is going to be an IndyCar event like no other. We will provide you with the best Nashville has to offer from Southern hospitality to food to music, and you will see a great mix of racing on the track with racing and music all day for three days straight. Perfect. That sums it all up in in really one sentence. It's the best Nashville has to offer, best racing on the track, and a great city with Southern hospitality.
0: I love it. Racing, music, food, Southern hospitality, what's not to love? Get That's your tickets it. for Nashville. Get them today. <laughs> book your hotels, book your Airbnbs, call your friends.
2: They're all available on the website. Tickets, hotels, negotiated hotel rates that are much better than you'll find online or with any of the booking sites. So,
1: Okay. Nice.
2: This a tip for the fans. We negotiated our hotel rates and signed contracts before we announced this race, so you we guys have much had everything, event, much better yeah. than uh, you're gonna find going online and searching for one yourself. So.
0: Okay, now that Just is something tip. that is something that is really for the people. Um, yep. Yep. Fair Molly enough. and I, we, we camp at races that have camping, and so we always say we're like we're we're in, we're in it with all the race fans. Don't worry, we we are there in the campground with you. But uh, the 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 video boards, all the GA seating or availability, and then also negotiating the hotel rates. I mean, you guys have just hit kind of every every single thing that a race fan looks for.
2: Yep. Thank you.
0: Yeah, not so. our first
2: rodeo here in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> that for
0: works. This event. That works. Not, not for promoting
2: races and trying to provide race fans with a great guest experience. So it's that was our awesome. ultimate goal and the onset for this event was to make sure that we did that in the end, regardless of what happened. That people left Nashville saying we had a really good time and they took care of us in
1: this city.
0: Excellent. Well, I have no doubt that uh, that Nashville will deliver on that promise. So, so yeah. All right. Well, we should probably uh, wave the checkered flag here and let you get back to uh, to doing work because you've got a great weekend planned and we don't want to stand in your way from getting anything. Thirty three days away. All oh, right. Wow. Yeah, wow. you know it it can be your last hurrah before school goes back in the fall.
2: <laughs> it can. That, yep. that countdown on our wall, I watch it tick down every day.
0: <laughs> so it'll it's creeping up on us. So all right, well Jason yes. again, thank you so very much. Again, everybody else you can find their social media stuff at uh musiccitygp.com um and then on Twitter it's at @musiccitygp and I'm sure you guys are other places um Anything, any other? At
2: Music City GP
0: everywhere. All right, there we go. And of course, remember. Absolutely. Facebook,
2: LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. at, At Music City GP everywhere.
0: They are on the line. Um, And, of course, we'll link to their stuff as well um, from our website, www.fastcarsfastgirls.com, and we'll have it on all of our social media as well. Jason, thank you again. We can't wait to meet you in person, um, hopefully 500 weekend, but especially in your town. So we're looking forward to it. If not before, we will see you in August. Great.
2: Thank you all for having me.
0: Thank you you so much. Thank you. Bye.